0: Why Does This Thing Exist? Podcast.
1: Why Does This Thing Exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. morning. I'll do that again, actually. Hello. <laughs> start again. Good morning, friends. Good morning. I'll paste in your hello from earlier, Sarah. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> yep. Dean, for the new Hi. listeners. Yes. T- this, tell them
0: what this is, please. This is a podcast called... What Podcast. 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 <laughs> God.
2: Oh, God. Wow, guys, we're off to a flying start <laughs> yes, so far. It's, it's late,
0: it's late, and I'm tired. Uh, but it'll be fine. <laughs> you've
2: managed, So far you've managed to get the words hello and podcast wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm going to change it. It's a podcast from now on. Uh, oh, is yeah. that
2: is that how we say it on this podcast? It's, it's like a cool new way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just going to style it out. <laughs> That's what I've got to do, yeah.
2: Hey, guys, we've got our own lingo. It's a podcast.
0: <laughs> this is a podcast for you, you know, less cool people, um, called Why Does <laughs> this, this Thing Exist? where we bring uh, a thing to the proceedings that confuses us. We don't know what it's for and we discuss it and try to get to the bottom of it.
1: This week is guest week yes. and joining us this week is Sarah Breeze. Sarah is... Hiya! Uh, ...commed you Sorry. before the afternoon, sir.
2: Sorry. Yes. I, uh, I got a bit too eager then. No. I was like, he said my name. Go. <laughs> I mean, no name no right time wasted. Got but the feeling really-
1: you want to get this over with as quickly as possible.
2: <laughs> no, do you know what? My day job, a lot of the time, I uh, I do a bit of editing stuff nowadays, which means if there's a silence, chop it out. And what I did there, guys, was I chopped out the silence before it even happened. I <laughs> <and talked laughs> straight over you. Wow. <laughs>
0: Breathe cognitive yes. editing. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like AI, isn't it? AI could do that, I bet.
2: Exactly. Mm. It's, this is going to be the most efficient podcast ever, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Not a second <laughs> of silence or breathing for anyone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a very short podcast then, because yeah. i did I'm that once. A I... already.
2: I did have to do that once. I was editing uh, some kind of, I think it was a stand-up show for some channel. I I was really finding it very difficult to get down to time. I had to cut out all of the breathing (laughs) episodes. So nobody <laughs> takes a breath once. And do you know what? I, I don't think you necessarily notice it, but I think there's got to be something quite unnerving about somebody who nonstop talks without a moment to breathe. Just <laughs> yes, so yeah. subconsciously, you're like, uh-oh, something is something is afoot. There's
0: a, there's a guy who does that, a uh, guy from the Escape Magazine, um, Crow Croshaw, he reviews video games, and it's called Zero Punctuation because he edits out every single pause. So that is sort of like the style now. It's coming, it's like rapid like, it's,
2: But yeah, pa- pauses, yeah. yeah, but like it can't be all punctuation. Like, how are you how are you gonna edit out an exclamation mark? You
0: know what I mean? It's the script, you know. It's all audio. Right,
2: let's let's flatten that so it doesn't sound too surprised. Yeah.
0: It's an audio, it's, it's not like dictating a telegram. Like, this video game, stop. It's late this from activated, stop. <laughs> Dear mother, stop. Granddad dead, stop. And so on. Yes, that's uh, that's not a thing that happens. <laughs> so too yeah. hypothetical scenario. Sorry about that.
2: Sorry, I've got no idea if I actually interrupted something you needed. Do you need to go back again? Do we want to try and say hello and podcast again?
0: <laughs> no, fuck it. <laughs> we'll splice it from an old episode if it gets that bad. We said it Perfect. a few times. Yeah. We've said hello podcast before, I'm sure of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I wouldn't wouldn't bet on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, should, we should call this the hello podcast. We could rename it at this point, Coming. Hello, hello. Oh, Renny. And on that note, <laughs> what are you going to show
1: me this week, Dean, please?
0: Right. The important thing to discuss for the panel this week. Now, uh, Sierra, you're a producer, editor, uh, you make radio shows and stuff, and also you're a drummer. So I think you have a good handle on things people like to listen to. I think that's a fair statement. Right. Simon, lifetime music fan. You have a very eclectic taste in music. So I think you also have good insight into this sort of thing. Me, neuroscientist, my whole thing is uh, you know explaining how people react to things. So... I think I have something to offer here too. So for this thing, I think we between us we should be able to get the bottom of this. It's a relatively familiar thing, and I'm gonna share the screen now. Elevator music, music. Elevator music, music. What ah. um, how did this come about then? What's the uh what's the genesis of this stuff? Because you know, it's a very uh, well-known phenomenon. It's uh it's in a lot of sitcoms and TV shows, but it's also Loath, widely low, as far as I can tell. Uh, it seems to be a great on people's nerves, but it's uh, you know, widely used by commercial industries. so what uh, what is about them? why why does this exist? Elevator Muzac or background music.
2: First of all, I find it extremely hard to concentrate while it is yeah, still
0: going. Yeah, because yes, uh, <laughs>
2: contrary to everything you've just said, I think that slaps. I think that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I would, well, I would listen to that for hours on end. Honestly, well, it's well,
0: you, you can because it's one of the many hour compilations of music I found on YouTube. This one's three, three hours. Hour hours. Uh, one. I found a few, there's a few seven hour ones I found. I think they might be one of those live channels who keeps going and going and going. So obviously there's there's an appetite for it, but you know the the general. The general stereotype is that it's um, irksome, grated, and cheesy. Uh, I think um, yes, that's
1: yeah. an old-fashioned view now. It's, it's been reappraised. It's had a bit of a resurgence. Maybe I think That sort of music, yeah. Is it's, it? Is it
2: cool now? Yeah,
1: maybe it was. Well, a couple of years ago, so it's probably not cool again now. But it, it did have a, mm. a a critical reappraisal. That and new age music as well. The new age music more so because there's. A section of ambient music has been heavily influenced by that. Mm. Also, the tropicalia is more influential than this. So. Well,
0: these are all? Mm. Oh, that's it, a word I have heard yep, I was just saying the exact, exact same thing. So very much, see, you can say that. Well, we think you're saying that word right. We're not entirely sure because we've never it before. Tro- tropicalia. tropicalia.
2: I think well, I've only ever that read sounds, it and never
0: heard it said. That so sounds
2: like. You know, when you go to a corner shop and you're like, I'm going to go to the soft drinks. And then where you would normally see normal soft drinks, yeah. it's like you just have cans of Tropicalia. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. It's a weekend. Let's, yeah. let's give it a go. I like it when you
1: see those like mad <laughs> drinks, like a different variety of Dr. Pepper thing that I've seen before. And then you go to buy it and it comes to like £4 for a can. And you're like,
2: first, <laughs> how did you get yeah. this? Yeah.
1: why is it this much?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got cocaine in it. Yeah. It, is, it is definitely, it has, it's, it's the best stuff. For a while, I was like, yeah, let's just try all the weird citrus fruits yeah. i tried one once oh my god right what was it called because you know when you get a san pellegrino you're like oh that's a fancy lemonade <laughs> yeah, or yeah, orangeade. Yeah. but there's a, there's a brown yeah. can like where instead of the orange and the lemon and the lime whatever oh, there's sure a that. brown variation of it right oh i need to look it up to find out what it is i'm gonna find out now it is a...
1: just called brown fruit isn't it like orange
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you're joking uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it is called that, I've yeah. seen it with an Italian name for uh, – right, you're going to hear my microphone clacking now as I type yeah, to find my – Very uh, common
0: sound on this podcast, don't
2: worry about it. It's <laughs> more it's most are. Saying, help me. It is, it is always frightening typing any search into Google but typing the word brown after you're <laughs> yeah. to get You're yeah. going to get images come up. <laughs> is, right, I might be saying it wrong, but it's Chinotto or Kinotto. It's C H. I N O double right. Don't say ooh yet yeah, because you don't know what <laughs> I'm about to say about the flavor of this particular drink.
0: It's a sausage flavor.
2: <laughs> no, it's a, it's a citrus fruit, right? And it's really right. popular in Italy, but it's it's like a really bitter fruit. So you taste right. it, and do you know what it's like? It's like it's like licking nails. It's oh, that kind of. Up. It's right. like um, really metallic, bitter, but for a minute you think, oh, this is citrus flavored. And then it's just like, oh, anvil. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: nice I brought, can of anvil.
2: I <laughs> bought a can once. The can really <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I bought a can once uh, years ago. I think it was my first ever trip to the BBC canteen. Um, and I, I bought Ooh. one thinking, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, do you know what? I can't even remember what I'd, I'd gone there for. I might have gone to watch something or yeah, but um, I bought a can of this thing. I tried it and every sip was just like the worst thing of my life. But the weird <laughs> thing is that when you have... When you have something like that that is not only bad but is actually a bit confusing, you, I couldn't get it out of my head. So the next time I went there it was like four or five months later. I bought another can because I couldn't. I couldn't be totally sure that it actually was as horrible as I'd remembered. I bought yes. it. Yeah, it absolutely was. Yeah, literally, literally <laughs> threw away two cans of drink just because I the second time I needed to just be absolutely sure it was disgusting. I, I am sure it is disgusting. But do you know what? If I if I saw another one, I can't say I wouldn't buy it. What what, what is the fruit
1: then? Is something called a chinato. It's a,
2: it's a chinotto, yeah. Apparently, wow. some Italians love it as an alternate. That is, it's more bitter, it's less sweet. I think you can still buy them. I think maybe it's probably mm. worth. I might just order a case one day and drink none of them. <laughs> 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 I'll just, I'll just hand them out to people saying it's lemonade as a prank and just see what their faces do.
0: <laughs> we had um, one childhood anecdote, but my mother used to run little raffles for, like the scouts and school and stuff back home up at the valley. And someone once donated, a uh, like twelve pack of. Or even one of I mean, 16 of EC. This is how old it was, like not the EU, the EC. Wow. Aid steak. It was like sort of like emergency supplies for like war torn areas or. What? Like department. bully yeah. beef? <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah, it was <laughs> that. But, <laughs> but it was like, I don't know, who's got this? Is someone, it's, really, it's like someone like, obviously, post World War II, it was like someone had rations and they haven't eaten them yet. So someone donated this slab of tin steak and someone won it in a raffle because so I couldn't tell it. So they won it won a raffle. Then a year later, had another raffle prize. Uh, raffle giveaway, and then someone donated it back. So we went in <laughs> out of the raffle like five years in a row, and we all used to laugh at it. And then I was in university, and I said, i sent some food down for you, <laughs> open the box. But I've got this tin of steak. <laughs> I've got this slammer of a like, 30-year-old tin steak. <laughs> what am I going to do with this? Did I think, you eat oh, that? No, I didn't. But um, <laughs> the, the guys upstairs are real stoners. I think we went and and ate it <laughs> all.
2: <laughs> they they did yeah, it. They, they, they ate it.
0: it. Cold. the opened the tinners. Ah, oh, free meat.
2: Oh, <laughs> cold as well. That's yeah. just it like I... dog food. Did, did they, re- really would, did they report back? Like, did they give any notes? Any? Feed? Do you know any? <laughs> Honestly, like, the...
0: Well, now you mention it I don't think I ever saw them again. <laughs> 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 anyway, back to music. So the music. was what we meant to be talking about. Oh yeah, that thing. Um, well. It, 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 you said yeah. it a resurgence. Was that anything to do with, like, the Mad Men, sort of, like, the 70s are cool again? Would that be part of that? Well, it could be, yeah.
1: That was popular, wasn't it? I'm not sure, though. I don't think it featured a lot of music.
0: I never saw it, so. <clears throat> nah, well, no, it's a good show. Things,
2: <laughs> I can I can understand why it exists, because, do you know what I mean? Like, when you get into a lift, the only sounds you're going to hear is mm. uh, creaking cables mm. and <laughs> <Yeah>. accidental farts. <laughs>
0: <Yes. Okay. laughs> Yeah, or the breathing, or someone next to you. Like, <laughs> like well, <that's laughs> yeah, <nothing> exactly.
2: Yeah, <laughs> C- cables and farts; those are your two main areas of danger. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much they're they're th- they're threatening in you know varying degrees. But that's not really so. I Literally, at that point, it's like oh, anything, anything yeah. that covers that up. And I don't and- dispute
0: that, but why this specifically is my question? Then because you can play, you know, like, even if it's something like you know you have. You can't afford the rights to music, popular you know, chart music in the seventies. You can sort of play just normal. What would be normal music then? What what would be right. widely acceptable music then?
2: He. Right. As a, as a, as a drummer, maybe, maybe this is why it's useful thing about this sort of weird jazzy music thing is that it could be any tune or any rhythm at any time. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's not like literally any, but it's, you know, within reason, it's kind of like, oh, there's going to be random noises and bursts and that kind of thing. If you're trying to cover up weird noises, that's what you need. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you just had like a, like a traditional solid rhythm of some band just playing like a Mm -hmm. 12 bar blues or whatever, you're going to hear a weird noise noise if there's a weird creaking or a weird toot which has maybe come from someone's trousers like it's going to stand out a lot more than if it's just like some experimental jazzy boss and over whatever
0: mm-hmm. that is a very logical explanation i like it and i'm going to go with that i think that's fine um I think that's Cape really yeah
2: I think that's, <laughs> oh. that's, that's my guess but but also it's pretty groovy you know yeah. like yeah. you, you could, it's not like I mean there's there's all kinds of different like experimental sort of uh, offbeat pieces of music that they could have done you know they, it's not like they wanted to play Philip Glass into the into the <laughs> but, uh, can you
0: imagine going go to like an elevator for like a seven story mall and just start playing the most ominous music <laughs> ever right? like, oh, 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 like Gregorian chanting as well or something just, just throw it all in the mix oh, right
2: yeah, it does. It creates a very different vibe. And it depends what sort <laughs> of corporation you're running, I guess. Yeah, But, um, you know, most of the elevators and lifts I've been into, you know, generally pretty relaxed, well-meaning, you know, we, we you are a company who yeah. want to yeah. at least pretend we're nice people. But yeah, yeah I think yeah. if I went into some real dastardly lifts, I reckon maybe, maybe, the, maybe they'd <laughs> play yeah. someone else. Some, or
1: something like that.
0: Yeah. Also, also I think mentioned it. I think it's customers, perhaps, but also the staff are going to be listening to this a lot. So it was constantly mm. randomly changing. Because obviously it's coming up to November now. So obviously people are already complaining about the, oh, it's not Christmas yet, Stop doing Christmas stuff. But I know a lot of retail staff, like <laughs> pictures of them, like the uh, like sound of Mariah Carey starts playing. And then they were like that, that gif over like Theoden and Lord of the Rings going, so it begins. <laughs> it's like the mm. onslaught. So yeah, I can imagine this would be, um, you know, an effort to sort of, well, it's constantly changing. Have
2: you encountered Christmas music yet?
0: No, Christmas things in a shop are not Christmas music. Yeah.
2: I have encountered Christmas music already this year, and it was in September.
0: Good God. Why? I
2: was horrified. It was in, uh, it was a pub. I, I'd gone up. It was, I think it was in Aberystwyth. It was in a pub. I think it's like a chain pub. So clearly they have whatever music put onto some playlist for them. Hmm. And it was already playing Christmas music. It was like, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. Jesus. And that kind of oh, a proper like, Christmas music. It's very
1: right. where, as well. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, it wasn't even like, you know, the popular tracks and it, it wasn't like they'd accidentally let one slip into the playlist, which you know, <laughs> happens, happens to us all. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, you, you yeah. accidentally have a track that you didn't know was on the wrong playlist or mm. or whatever, or you accidentally flick onto the wrong channel and suddenly you're watching White Christmas in July or whatever. Yeah, we've all done that. <laughs> Um yeah, no, they'd actually put it on. And my guess was they were trying to get people to book for Christmas parties early, subconsciously. Oh,
0: God, yeah. Right, yeah.
2: And I was just like, well, fuck you. This is absolutely <laughs> the one place I will not be visiting at all during Christmas. <laughs> yeah,
0: you've, you've devalued it now. That's what you've done. <laughs> yeah,
2: unethical is what that was. I was just yeah. horrified. How
1: dare yeah. they? How very dare yeah. they? I went into Tesco's, uh, well, this is in early September and they started putting out the Christmas food then and they had all signs mm-hmm. saying, buy now for Christmas. But. They were selling uh, cakes and things, and um, all the <laughs> expiration dates were in November. It really it's not good, is it? Uh, Why are they even uh, like available? Who's going to be buying yeah, exactly. like a, a fucking twenty-five pound Christmas cake that they've got to eat be- before <laughs> December starts? It's
2: not I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you guys. That is exactly what I do not have a problem with. But I am as soon as uh, uh, right Christmas music. That's one thing. But Christmas food. That's fair game. As soon as it's out, I'm eating that. I, in fact, I've already started. And my 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 favorite area of expertise. Uh, is uh, Christmas crisps because every year there's some kind of there's a, there's a range of bash it flavors. <laughs>
0: we've we, we, we've we've delved into those. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This this Christmas week I've crisps. already yeah I've already had. Um, am I allowed to say the name of the show of the of the shop? I I guess <laughs> I am. I've yeah. uh, I've been I've been frequenting the little range of Christmas crisps. And so far, I've tried lobster, which was it was all right. It was like a fancy broad cocktail. Nothing says Christmas
1: like a lobster.
2: <laughs> no, exactly. But the one that's really shat me up, to be honest with you, uh, is I've just had oh, fuck, what was it? It was baked camembert with mm. hot honey, and I was like, okay, what is this? And it turns out it is the spiciest thing on the planet. <laughs> I don't, I don't, know, I've, I don't think I've ever had this sensation before. But there was actually so much flavour, my mouth hurt. I was like, ah. I don't I don't think yeah. I'm enjoying this, but I can't stop. <laughs> this is yeah. awful, you know? It's like that, what? whatever, that fairy tale of that person who puts on some shoes and then they never stop dancing and then they kill themselves. That's me. <laughs> if you hate that yourself. Runs,
0: that one's come to our previous findings, and that when they do these wacky flavours, they always do it half ass. They do it like a hint of Christmas pudding, hint of cinnamon in it, and then... They sound like they've gone the other way with yours. That's that's Oh, yeah, nice. no.
2: No, this is if you want to get absolutely twatted with flavour, these. <laughs> that's what you want. Yep.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, if, if you want to not taste your Christmas dinner, you put these on the table first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> put some gravy on them. I'll have them for your dinner. It'd be lovely. <laughs> so oh.
1: we recommend getting those and only those for Christmas eats. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sure. I'm not sure if recommend is the word. I think it's, it's more just like if if you want to experience this and nothing else for the rest of your life yeah. um cuz nothing you know once you've had the the most flavorful mm. flavor and you're like this is too much flavor i don't like it that's it you what, what else are you supposed to be looking for if you if you're mm. a foodie and you've already had the most flavor you could possibly have in your life you know everything is a downhill from then on why bother just give up yes yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, so Sarah brings a suicide crisps for everyone there <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah yeah this is this is the worst crisps you get those crisps you buy a can of that anvil drink <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give it to your loved ones and enemies
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah in the background lovely Everyone's happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay so Muzak uh, score wise I'm going to have to give it a five now because uh, Sarah's explanation made far too much sense and I love that sort of thing so yeah I'm going to give it a five Oh, Sarah what would you like to give it
2: uh... Give it a nice three, mm. I think. I'll give it a nice three. Yeah,
1: me too. I'm going to give it three as well. I quite like maybe, Zach. Um I think more like public conveniences should have music in them. Like um, toilets. Do they have music in toilets?
0: Some <laughs> um, do, I think. Or it almost build music? Like, you know, just within hearing range of the music, or is it piped in specifically? No, no, I don't care.
1: On to the next section. welcome back friends so we to move on to something that I've found now and um, this is something uh, which I've come across in my actual day-to-day life and when I saw it I had like a, a massive sense of dread come upon me It was a genuine sense of terror so I'm going to show it to you now and I'd like to see if you get the same reaction
0: yeah, uh, here me. it comes
1: have a look at this tell me what you feel <laughs>
2: Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, um, yep.
0: I'm going to say okay. mixed emotions, because it's, it's, for the listeners, he's holding a, a potato.
1: It's it's a potato, but it's more than a potato, isn't it? I was genuinely terrified when I came across. Maybe I need to dim the lights a bit, but yeah, I thought it,
0: it's,
1: Okay. it's like... Like it's something like a witch would have. Look at these marks. Look at the markings <laughs> yeah. on it. It, it. Wow. It
0: looks like a voodoo potato. It does, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, for for, for anyone, anyone at home, the, the potato seems to have split in multiple places with what looks like a little crucifix. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> over the potato. Like a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of tiny, creepy crucifixes. Yeah. yeah a bit like, like, like um like you know when you stick a clove into an orange at Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we've made this very yeah. episode. It's those that kind of shape, but there's there's no clove, it's just
1: it's, yes, it's, yeah. It does look it's cursed, doesn't it? It's 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 got this little yeah. worm coming out of it as well. I don't know what that is.
0: Yeah, those are the eyes, aren't they? are the, they? No, them. it's not
1: an eye. It's a worm. Look,
0: <laughs> a potato eye, a tube eye, is what they're called. But uh, no, don't
1: think so. Don't think so. I think it's a worm. <laughs>
0: okay, fine. It's a, wor- it's, it's a stationary <laughs> yeah. worm. Yeah, all right, fine. Let's go with that. <laughs>
2: I mean, this isn't the point in the podcast where we have to explain to Simon that potatoes grow.
0: Is, it? is, <laughs> well, that, it be, is that where it? we
2: are? Is that what this with, is for? With,
1: I, I don't think this one has grown. I think this has been summoned.
2: <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's got very exorcist yeah. vibes. It's
0: horrible, isn't it? Isn't it horrible? Yeah. It is an unpleasant. Potato. That is that is very much a valid point on your part there.
2: And you just oh, found yeah. it this way. This isn't just something you've like. When well, come out of the bag, you, back, you, you carved it this way. No, no,
1: absolutely not. Uh, This is untouched by my hands, apart from when I was just modelling it for the camera. I
2: I know Halloween is coming up soon. You haven't just bought a bag of spooky potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Another new shop's promotion.
1: (laughs) I could have bought some spooky potatoes, and they were absolutely (laughs) underwhelming, apart from this one, which is the way
2: to do it, isn't it? That is is the spookiest way.
1: You buy your spooky potatoes, like, these are shit. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: then you get one, and
1: fucking spine-chilling
0: yeah one spooky potato is much worse than a bag full of spooky potatoes because then it doesn't seem like it's intended yeah yeah, yeah like
2: exactly. if because because then you've got like all of the build up to it as well like exactly. you know if you bought um you know like alphabetti spaghetti or those shapes of spaghetti where you got like animal yeah. shapes or whatever like yeah, if it's, they it's... were all just like normal spaghettios but then one of them was shaped like the face of your mother or
1: whatever <laughs> <laughs> rendered in pasta <laughs> that's gonna
2: shoot you up more than like oh there's I I don't know it's a, it's a woman's face on all of the pastas no no, no just one piece of pasta is your mother's face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was an advert like along these lines. just really creeped me out as a kid. Do you remember Count Duckula? Yeah. Yeah. I remember he had his own tie-in pasta for a while, like some sort of busy vague shapes of Count Duckula in pasta, like, like, like you say, like the spaghetti. But the advert was Nanny, you know, the big Nanny, yep. cooking. I was, oh, are you making spaghetti? He's so that weird accent. As goes, our oh, ingredients, tomatoes. She goes, a duck. And she grabs... Douglas just throws him in the pot. <laughs> Egor is <laughs> a loyal man-servant. And, oh, a nanny. And just He goes, she just killed them all. <laughs> it's, <laughs> a, it's, like, it's like mass slaughter of these beloved cartoon characters. That really freaked me out as a kid. he she's, just she's murdered everyone, including
2: herself. Was yeah, it like, duck-flavoured? Because I, I, I can imagine that being quite know, good, tomato. actually.
0: You'd expect them, I mean, it was in the 80s. They it wasn't going to be done in duck-flavours. Tomatoes. It was exotic. You no know, yeah, duck in the 80s they <laughs> no. <laughs> not spaghetti pasta flavour duck, surely
2: um, Well, what I'm saying is If somebody wants to make that and give it a go I, I would yeah. happily try it
0: Yeah, selling Like, like, like your
2: can of old beef I will, <laughs> I, will be, I will be the person who takes that hit For everyone
1: Would you eat this potato? Knowing that it is Satan's potato <laughs> There's something powerfully evil about it Would you eat it?
2: I think I would be more likely to feed it to someone else In order to watch what happens Yes because if, if i know i've eaten a spooky potato i'm going to start behaving weirdly anyway but if i feed <laughs> it to someone who does not know that they've eaten a spooky potato and then they start acting out of character i'll be like oh
1: yeah, yeah, something, yeah. something's up we could give some two people give the spooky potato to one and give a normal potato to the other and tell them they're eating a the spooky potato as well
0: ah, yeah. a control group <laughs> You've taken yeah, so I, ridiculous premise and given a very really scientific spin. <laughs> I'm very happy about that.
2: I'm I feel, I feel that. like you, you can probably set this up, Dean, can't you, in one of yeah, your experiments like, or whatever you're doing?
0: Yeah, one of my many experiments.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. All, all
0: <laughs> to potatoes lately for some
1: reason. What about you, Dean? Have you ever been frightened by a potato or other root vegetable?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, technically, because, um know, that's the bottom drawer of the fridge with like this little vortex which, which the vegetables go into and you find them six months later. One mm-hmm. went in there. Is. Oh like, oh sweet I remember buying that. I eat it, I brought out it. It was all wrinkled and haggard, so it looked like oh. you know it like a shrunken head. That was unpleasant.
1: Sarah, have you been frightened by a root vegetable?
2: Uh yeah, many times. I uh, I think um I I really enjoy buying carrots that look like the bottom half of a person. <laughs> um which I've seen I've seen several of those. I enjoy them very much uh frightened by a vegetable uh, yeah i'll be honest just uh i'm not eating my quota of five a day at the moment so uh that's uh, you know what 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 i'm most afraid of is just the you know the lack of fiber and what that's going to do to me in later life i think that's uh, my that's mortality. my main it's, fear it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's the long game on that one i think um, yeah. yeah if
1: your diet is solely well mostly crisp based then yeah, it is,
2: it is heavily. You've
1: got to go with it. Just have egg, eggs and crisps. Just get bound, <laughs> totally bound, like the Egyptian mummy.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, see, that's why I need the lift music to like cover up when I'm in public spaces, you see. It all ties in.
0: Well, our, our history teacher, Simon, oh. he once said that the whole reason the British Empire existed in the first place was because of turnips. All oh, right, Remember saying that? I don't remember that. Go for it. Why? Well, he said because back in the day when you know, kings and queens and all that... Most uh, empires said that uh, root vegetables were dirty, so you didn't eat those. Um, but Britain, sort of because of our you know, worst climate for the more exotic pulses, I guess, uh, we grew a lot of um, turnips and tweeds, which, which kept. and So we could feed them to the animals over winter, which would normally be slaughtered to save on feed and stuff. So when spring came around, we had a lot more fertiliser because of these live animals and not animals to eat and use as beasts of burden. And then we got more crops and became more successful that way. And that was his argument for why the British Empire existed. So wow. to, potentially many other colonies are afraid of turnips <laughs> because yeah. they meant to be uh, take all this stuff. But it's more indirect than anything.
2: That's nice. I mean, it's a very Baldric point of view, <laughs> like <laughs> as statements go. I mean, you put it very well, but like, I'm just wondering if he somehow spotted an episode of Blackadder, misremembered <laughs> yeah. it, and yeah. just come back <laughs> oh, to you. And-
0: I'm not saying for a second that I totally agree with this. I'm just saying that's what he said. <laughs> This this is like I've quoted it many times before. This is the same teacher who, when I asked, when I told him I was going to Cambridge for an interview, I asked him for advice, and he said, "The only people who go to Cambridge are gays and Russian spies." <laughs> that, was, that was the full <laughs> extent of the advice I got from my career advisor. Which
2: was he? Which was he expecting you to be? Like, was he <laughs> questioning? <laughs> was he like? Mm.
0: Well, I dabbled do both. Like, yeah, comrade, and look, I like your British men. Yeah, that's why I want to come study. Um, terrible accent. Blackson, sorry.
2: Yeah, I was like, where's
0: that? Whenever I do an accident, I just put a random one on my arse (laughs) (laughs) and hope that no one questions it. But they always do. They always do. The Russians, of course,
1: uh, make good use of the potato, haunted or otherwise, in their (laughs) vodka.
0: Of course, yes. I mean, staple product, isn't it? Now,
1: we've found out though, you can make uh, a drink out of brown vegetables. We know that the Russians make drink out of potatoes. What else? If you had to come up with something that isn't used for a basis as a drink right now,
0: right? But you want to make a drink out of it, what would it be, do you think? Based on something serious now, which I think is an interesting phenomenon the sort of weird thing that doesn't taste right, but I can't stop drinking it. Because I mean, someone recently explained of the. Are you aware of Pickleback, the new thing? Oh, yes. You drink vinegar and then you pass out. Is that it? <laughs> Essentially, whiskey mixed with <laughs> pickle juice. And apparently right. it works, but. I'm not going to try it, but.
2: Work, works for what? You can't just say it works without telling us what, what well, that work is.
0: <laughs> I, I can and I will. <laughs> but, um, I mean, <laughs> it just works, right?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Officer, it just works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's a real license, honestly. <laughs> um, uh, Funny, so because the flavors neutralize each other, they expect to be unpleasant, but they sort of combine this weird chemical way, which I don't know I've never had one can't comment but I reckon there would be a lot of potential to drink made from licorice all sorts
1: oh yeah because aniseed based drinks are um, quite popular yeah.
0: yeah and mm-hmm. if you could
1: chew it on the way down would you like a chewy drink Sarah if I said that to you, like you've come to a party, do you want a chewy drink, sir? Yeah,
2: I actually do. Someone
1: that.
2: I, I, I actually do love a chewy drink. I, I am, I, and I'm, a, I'm a bubble tea addict, which oh, is very much oh, yes, what I would are. classify you, you. as as a as a chewy drink. And like, yeah, like when I frequent these little corner shops and they're weird drinks, you get stuff with uh, like chunks of um, what is it? Like uh, something like coconut. I'm not sure what it is. There's like a coconut jelly in some of them. You get aloe vera chunks in some of these drinks, which oh, right. I like to think is very healthy. But you look at the sugar content and it's like, <laughs> well, there's, there's 94 grams of sugar per 100 grams.
0: <laughs> See, I'm the opposite um, in that I, wait, you got me a bubble tea one, so it was really nice. So I think that one, because it was so slippery, I think I was okay with that. But <laughs> <laughs> the...
2: Yeah, it is a slippery drink. You're right. Huh? <laughs> <Is it? laughs>
0: It's like it's like you know a tapioca, Stephen. It? So it just goes down, goes down smooth. <laughs> but, um, but anything with actual sort of chunks in, it, I find really, like orange juice and bits, I can't. I just can't handle it. It just really mm. freaks me out. Oh yeah. If it's a soup, I'm okay with it. But if it's a drink, I just can't. Last
1: question then before we give our scores. Hmm. Soup. I,
2: I didn't. I didn't get to say what I'd make a drink out of.
1: Oh, I didn't, did you? Dude, I apologise. <laughs> That's very rude.
2: No, uh, no. Uh, my answer. My answer <laughs> is kittens.
1: <laughs> Chewy drinks.
2: <laughs> Mo- moving on.
1: <laughs> I'm glad we didn't overlook that one. <laughs> Thank you for bringing us back to that horrible, horrible you comment.
2: Are, you are welcome. <laughs>
1: uh, what was I going to say? Yes, soups. Hmm. Do you like it when people have a big flask of soup and they drink it out of a little plastic cup? I don't like that.
0: Uh, I think soup in small receptacles is odd.
1: Soup. Soup to <laughs> me <laughs> needs spew Soup. Soup. Who wants to who wants to take that question first? Um I don't I, know I, was, I'll be honest,
2: uh... I, I didn't hear hear anything after the word soup. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fair enough.
2: Do you, know, no, do you know what I miss, though? Do you remember those... Uh, the, there were always vending machines in leisure centres in the uh, 90s. Yeah. And they would have, like... It, most of them would be empty, but they would have, like, coffee, hot chocolate. They were all in these, like, brown plastic cups. Yeah. But one of the options would be, like, soup and or bovril. <laughs>
1: yes,
2: yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I miss those things when that was, like, the classic workout drink. None of these protein <laughs> yeah. shakes. It was like, no, no, you can have you can have tomato soup or bovril <laughs> to get you through your workout. Bovril would be the saltiest drink. <laughs> <laughs> to rehydrate you.
0: Pofril. <laughs> oh,
2: I, I wait. Do, do you remember those? It's not just me, right? It's just yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, a yeah. mid Wales thing where they have vending no, the machines. Yeah. machines.
1: One of my former employers used to have that machine, and um it was uh, uh, with many of my former employers and my current one. I did not enjoy being there for any minute longer than I needed to. <laughs> uh, and uh, they used to have that machine with the brown cups and chicken soup, it was, and it was twenty mm. p. So I at mean, least one that long mm. ago, so that was nothing. It's like that machine has not been updated for like a decades. Usually,
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I used to
1: stick uh, 20p in every now and then, get the hot cup of chicken soup, and then just woof it against the wall. Some <laughs> <laughs> <Or> kind <laughs> of dirty <laughs> protest with my own, <laughs> my own making. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's yeah. That shows them. That, I'm guessing that was yeah. the days before CCTV was pretty much everywhere. <laughs> I think
1: they, they, if anything, they would have encouraged them to have some kind of mental health intervention for me. I mean, absolutely, we're not interested in doing that. And I want to stress as well, it was an outside wall. I didn't, I didn't oh, even notice right. for anybody to
0: clean up. Oh, <laughs> oh that, that I that was make that, like, a lot by worse. the lift. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no.
2: as
0: yeah, yeah. the music <laughs> plays, yeah. ah! yeah, yeah.
2: going ballistic. See, with a cup of my- soup. My um, my first job was, well, one of my first ever jobs was in a call centre. I worked in the, the Laura Ashley call centre in, uh, in Mid Wales. Where- I want some fucking curtains <laughs> left.
1: Was that like that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was like that, but really posh, really posh people. Like they were often like lords, ladies, vicars who were ringing up. But they were, you know, always angry. <laughs> like, always yeah. angry. Like, they're not ringing up if you've got their order right, are they? So, um... <laughs> that's true,
1: yeah. I want to congratulate you um... on the excellent <laughs> work.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. My, oh, my favourite one that I had once. I don't know, is this confidential? I don't know. It's information I had before GDPR existed. Therefore, oh, I feel fine, like yeah, I can yeah. do what I fucking want with it. <laughs> yeah. um, somebody rang up because they they bought a leather sofa, a customised leather sofa, And when they flipped over the sofa cushion, it had the branding mark from the cow on it, like the number. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. (laughs) From the cow's house. They were like, well, I'm sending it back. We were like, oh, okay. Yeah, so we had it in the warehouse for a while because we just thought it was brilliant. (laughs) It was like the best... But um, uh, the reason I bring it up is because they they played a dangerous game, right, where you could have as many drinks from the vending machine as you wanted. So if you wanted to have lots of coffees, lots of hot chocolates, whatever, have as many of those as you wanted. But you could only have a certain amount of time for bathroom breaks per day before getting in trouble. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the thing was, as an employee, you're very much like, right, let's get as much as I can for free. <laughs> But you've got to save up <laughs> your yeah. bladder for the limited number of bathroom breaks you actually have. So uh, yeah, that that was a that was a good sport, actually, as sports go. <laughs> <It> <laughs>
0: killed yeah. some time, didn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, it, I mean, muscle wise, in terms of muscle groups, it's very much pelvic floor only. That's <laughs> <a
0: bit. laughs> not enough uh, pelvic floor sports. If you ask me.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's an overlooked muscle group. Bring in, it back, I say.
0: In the arena. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, of course, you
1: could just take your laptop into the toilet and work from there. <laughs> the Wi Fi is good enough.
0: Although yeah. you're on a phone when you it's probably yeah, not exactly so that's when it's a memes actually. Please hold.
1: <laughs> so this terrifying potato that I found, what are we gonna give it?
0: Yeah. Um I'm no I'm gonna give it a five. Not because I think it's particularly brilliant, because I'm generally sort of concerned as what will happen if I don't. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna placate the spud and give it a five.
2: So on this scale, do you think five is because it's scary, or one is because it's scary? Like I, I don't know where oh. to. Hey, well, it's...
1: I think that depends on if you like scary things or not. Do you like horror films?
2: Uh, I, I don't. I am afraid of everything and anything.
1: Then, <laughs> um... then I'd say one is <laughs> if yeah, is on. scary, yep. then it's one. Okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one but please potato do not come after me. So, you know, if I if I wake up in the middle of the night and that potato's in my bed, <laughs> I'll do, probably probably eat it. I guess. It feels yeah. like that's probably the way that you have to break the curse is you just have to eat the spooky potato. Yeah. <laughs> Get the air fryer going.
0: Oh, I bet a cursed potato would hate to be air fried. I'd be like,
2: no, that's <laughs> <laughs> like, like
0: holy water. Yeah. <laughs> This
1: is too trendy. If I know anything about this whole potato, I know it hits new technologies.
0: <laughs> What's your score? Sam? I'm going to give it a full one. Okay.
2: Brilliant.
1: Welcome back, listeners. Now we're moving on to Sarah's section. Now, um, hey, take, take it away.
2: Uh, right. Okay. So, even though I was I, I was loath to add a film to this, like to these categories, because you know, there's plenty of people on podcast talking about films, right, Dean? Mm-hmm. Um but <laughs> there is a reason for this. Is and and so the film that I mention, before I say what it is, um It's one example of the many films where you think you've seen a version and that everyone knows the same version and then you go to watch it many years later and you find there is a completely different version. You have no idea what record there was of the one that you saw originally and you don't know where you can buy Mm. it again. Uh, That film, for me, is Knobs and Broomsticks. Okay. Uh, don't know if you are familiar with this film. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. It is a Disney film. It's a kids' film. It's a musical. It was... uh, I think it was one that they were kind of developing around the same time as Mary Poppins, so it's got a lot of that vibe. Basically, it's... It's Angela Lansbury as a witch, uh, some kids who are evacuated from London who help her do witchy things. Um, <laughs> and now here's the here's a, a key bit, is it all happens during World War II, and that is kind of important. Mm. Uh, the reason that that's important is because there are multiple versions of this film, uh, the original one being about just over two hours long. Apparently they then cut it down to like uh, about – uh, just under two hours for some technical reasons. Mm. They, as we all know from historical stuff, they chopped a bunch of shit out, left it on the cutting room floor. Um, in the 90s, um, I, I had the VHS version, which was like the slightly shorter one. It was like under 120 minutes. Uh, yeah, perfectly fine. I mean, there were some edits that did not make sense, but I, as a <laughs> six-year-old, did not care or notice. You know, it was fine. Um, but in the mid-90s, they decided to put the old one back together and they put a bunch of the scenes back in, but they found the footage for the extra scenes and the bits that cut out, but they had not found the audio. So they right. had to re-record the audio for this stuff, right? Okay. So I was watching it, it came on BBC one day, and I was like, yeah, Ben and Bruce Dix, can't wait to watch this film, right? And um, and I started watching it, and I was just like, randomly, at times, people's voices were changing to completely different people's voices. <laughs> and that was, like, that's one thing, because the kids are all, you know, there's three kids in this film. One of them's about, like, 11, another one's about a, and the other one's about five or whatever. And the, the older one is called Charlie, and every so often he'd be talking. He'd be like, "Yeah, I'm a little cheeky London boy," and then every so often he'd be like, oh, "I'm a cheeky London boy. <laughs> 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 I sound about forty, but I'm, um, you know." And, and they, because yeah, so what they decided to do was just bring in some of the original actors to ADR and oh my
0: God, original twenty years later.
2: Exactly, yeah. Well, longer, it was like, because yeah, no well, it went out in like about 1971, and this re-release version was mid-90s, so maybe it was the 25th anniversary thing. They decided to fucking go <laughs> for it again. So I don't know if they used the original actor, or if they just found some some kids or some adult who said he could do the voice and then clearly could not. Um, <laughs> and these scenes just come in at random throughout the film, and you've got no idea when they're going to crop up, right? The one that makes me the maddest in all of it, I don't know how how if, you know, if you remember any of these scenes, there is a Welsh actress in it. Um, there's a Welsh actress called Tessie O'Shea. I think I've got that right. She's like really renowned, really great character actress. She'd won like a Tony Award, she's won an right. Emmy. She was like, she's this old lady in the village who was like a bit nosy trying to organise, you know, uh, Isabel, you know, yeah. 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 Yeah, the, the main character is supposed to look after the kids, right? So And, and, you know, when I was growing up, you didn't see a lot of Welsh women in Hollywood films. It was quite a rare thing. Okay. Mm. So the weirdest thing was in the middle of the 90s, these scenes coming back in and more of her scenes have been put back into the film. But when she comes on screen at random times, she turns Scottish because apparently they redubbed, they redubbed this film in America, and somebody was just like, Oh, can you do this voice? And somebody was like, Yeah, sure. And they just went generic Celtic for these random shots. And it flips backwards and forth between this. The most Scottish. irritating thing I've ever She's Scottish! She just turned Scottish. I think somebody was just like, Can you do this voice? And they were like, sure. And it is not even it is not even close.
1: Listener this is how Tessie O'Shea sounded.
2: Here we are. Another object from Professor Amelius Brown in London. Thank you. Is it what you expected? I imagine so. Uh,
1: Professor Brown sent you a cat last time, did he not? Yes. And this is the voice of the person that they used to overdub her in the restored version.
0: I don't believe with Matt. Oh, allow me to introduce myself. I am Miss Price's teacher emilius brown from london
2: professor brown of course oh how many times i've seen your name on your packages to miss price oh
0: extremely masculine i think i should have known professor emilius
1: brown the very same
2: so uh yeah that's that's my thing so it's not so much like how did this get made it's kind of like how did it get remade and fucked up (laughs)
1: absolutely valid (laughs)
2: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. like, I don't know, have, have you guys found that with any of the films that you've watched? Like, that you, it drives, like, that you've seen oh. something and then you've come back to watch it again, you're like either something is there that wasn't or you know, isn't there that, wait yeah, that's the way, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: the, yeah. I can't match that at all, but I'm just thinking of other examples of um, jarring uh, things like that. One, one I've seen myself was when we were kids, um, Robocop was on ITV, and I'd seen it a few times I was like a teenager at this point, because I don't like Robocop i will watch that, but it was the ITV version, so it had been censored to Helen and back. And there's a bit, you know, the like, sort of scene where he's been rebuilt, and you see it from his perspective. And uh, the, the executive guy, you, like, he, he stops and goes, yeah, you could be one big mother crusher. <laughs> mother <laughs> mother crusher not a word. It's never been a word. And also, this is Robocop. If you can't show any, of the, if you can't even sway, what, what's the point of showing it? It's yeah. it's totally it's a very recent version. Um, friend Mike talked about this, that, he had, he's got all Schwarzenegger's latest book An audible. Mm-hmm. His audiobook is narrated by him, read by him, but only for about five chapters. Oh, <laughs> Suddenly right. it just looks <laughs> some random generic American guy reading it <laughs> as if he is all Schwarzenegger. I thought <laughs> it's really jarring because like, like then I was in Austria and I left to, to pursue a career in Hollywood, chapter five. When I arrived in Hollywood, <laughs> I just couldn't be bothered to keep reading. <laughs>
2: I love the idea that maybe that was Arnie, and it just took him this long to click. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like been trying uh, for so long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like his voice broke at that point. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: But that, that's exactly the thing. Is that's I think that's part of the reason why I wanted to pick that particular one. Like um, with Bedknobs and Broomsticks, it's the Welsh Erasure component of it that made yeah. me so worked up. But like um, one thing that's also important to note with the versions of that film. They also made a completely separate version, right? I don't want to spoil it for anybody, so don't listen if you need to watch this film. And for some <laughs> reason, that, the children's film from 1971 is something that is on your list. Of, <laughs>
0: yeah, God gadget. damn it! I was just want to get um, on to that.
2: <laughs> but, like, the end of the film, obviously, with it being set in World Wilders- also, by the way, they tell you the end of the film at the beginning of the film, which is, you know, spoilers. They, they actually do. Uh, the Nazis um, lose. they do a a bayou tapestry at the start of the film the whole of the intro they do a bayou tapestry that literally spoils everything in the film it's like oh (laughs) all right i I won't bother then (laughs) why would you okay um but so the end the end of the film yeah yeah the end of the film no surprises uh basically she does a spell makes loads of these uh suits of armor stuff come to life and it scares off the Mm. nazis who've just invaded right Hmm. They made an edited cut down version Of this film For the German market That lasts 89 minutes And (laughs) contains no references To the Nazis whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) So just so the, the first version of the film. Let's just keep track. The first version of the film was something like two hours twenty-ish minutes. <laughs> Somehow they've got it down to an hour and a half because the Nazis don't happen in it anymore, and they're just like, yeah, fine. The, the Germans won't ask any questions. Like, just they've taken the Nazis out completely. Like, are not-
0: we evacuate the children. Why plague?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah sixteen just-
0: sixty-six. <laughs> if anyone asks.
2: I just feel like, okay, at this point, why bother sending this film to Germany? Just don't (laughs) if you're missing the end of the film. But it kind of it makes me kind of question other Mm. stuff. It's kind of like, you know, I'm fairly I think we all know by now, like, the British Empire have been pretty, let's say, cheeky in some of their activities in <laughs> history. And it makes me wonder, like, how many films have I seen where the British Empire was <laughs> yeah, actually the end of the film and it's just been chopped off the end and we've never seen it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I totally really anything to said, but since you said the words... Welsh erasure, oh, I meant is I try to discover a little something to make me sweeter. Oh baby refrain i breaking my heart. I <laughs> oh, don't that uh... Bombshell. Oh.
2: oh if you don't say note now, I'm gonna be cross.
0: Note <laughs> edit that in.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: sort of note. What's the opposite of note?
1: Uh, Dean, you go first. Um, what are we going to give um, uh, Welsh region
0: via <laughs> bedknobs <laughs> and Um I think I really agree with everything Sarah said, but if I give it a five, does that mean I approve of this happening? To don't, um, I'll give it a two then, because there are some cases where I think I can understand why you would sort of chop things out, maybe like write stuff. And
1: no, I don't think so. Even if it's write stuff, you should you should just keep it in or. Do something. <laughs> this happens a lot with like yes. uh, music as license for stuff that they can't reuse afterwards. Hmm. Mm. What they should do then is is just knock something up. Sounds a bit like it. enough songs, knock.
0: Yeah, stain. Yes. But it a music is Ben and Broomsticks. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, I'll give it a five then. That sounds we'll good. Let's do that. On the off chance we get some music and Ben Nobs and Broomsticks.
2: Sarah? Uh, well, I'll give myself a five because why wouldn't I? Really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I do worry that, ironically, what I've done is made a case against editing in general. Um, <laughs> Which, so, yeah. you know, uh, yep, that's going to not do my career any favours in the future. But, yeah, no, I'm just like, yeah. I think if it's got a Welsh character in it, don't chop them out. That's the main one.
1: Yes, if golden. it's got a Welsh character, leave it in. Uh, every single take that they do, Just see, we'll see them all. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. yep. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, I'm going to give it... Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to give it two. I don't like it. Um, I do like <laughs> messing around with with films and, you know, you buy one DVD and it's 20 minutes long and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then <laughs> your, your friends bought one and it's like four hours long for some reason. It's like, you opened it up and there's six separate discs in there. No, that'd be good, wouldn't it? That's a bit of jeopardy back into the buying <laughs> of yeah. the DVDs. A bit of randomness, you know. It's like, uh, you know, uh, vinyl, that's had a massive um, resurgence. Mm. Everything's had a resurgence, according to me, but <laughs> it has. And you can buy a, re- a vinyl record, and it could be um, like a printing press error on it. And, uh, and it could be scuffed or something like that, straight out right of out the box. They should do that with DVDs. You should put in a DVD of um, Oppenheimer when that comes out. You stick it in, and it's a 23-minute version of Bedknobs and Broomsticks. <laughs>
0: You'd be like Jesus Christ, but you just have to accept it. <laughs> so, lucky dip DVDs is why you're in prose, is it? Yeah, why not? Uh, I'm not objected. And they're all forty five pound.
2: Good. I do. I do think there's something to be said for watching a version of film and not knowing if everybody else has watched the same version, so you can never <laughs> speak to anyone about. It. If you really yeah. wanted to do away with ninety percent of the podcasts on the internet, <laughs> that's the best way yeah. to go about it. <laughs>
1: Uh, Welcome back, friends. So we're moving on to the final section of the show now, which is the source, which is a source. (laughs) Welcome back, friends. That's that's,
2: uh, three for three, isn't it? That's every (laughs) section. every single (laughs) section. (laughs)
1: Balls. (laughs) Welcome back, listeners. We're moving on to the final section of the show, which is a section which everyone loves. (laughs) It is called Random Wikipedia Article. Dean has controls on the Wikipedia article this week.
0: So, random article, three, two, one, here we go.
2: Oh, Aww.
0: still life with flowers on a marble slab It's a 1716 the year 1716 floral painting by Rachel Reich. Uh, it is in the collection of the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam.
2: What's nice to paint that's it? a lovely, that's a lovely painting. It's a nice painting. It is. I,
0: of course, I'm not a huge art person, but um, I have a fondness for paintings which have a very, very literal name. Right. <laughs> you're like, you're like, girl with a mm-hmm. pearl earring. All right. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Someone's been mm-hmm. as creative as possible, but they just ran out of the title. Like, yeah. yeah. Some sunflowers on a bench, you know, <laughs> to deal with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I like the I, I
2: like it i like i think that's inclusive because if you if you want to be a, a bit of a an art twat and you want to be chatting to somebody about a painting at a party at least if you've said the title of the painting the other person can then pretend to yes. know what the painting is <laughs> yeah. and they can be like yeah yeah i love what they do with the still life and the flowers on that you know yeah, that yeah. the way they paint the marble slab is you yeah. know yeah. what's, it, what's your favorite
0: bit of the still life with flowers and marble slabs yeah gotta say the flowers, <laughs> <laughs> say the
2: flowers. <laughs> but yeah and you don't you don't get the same courtesy you know with like say guernica for example you're just like oh <laughs> yeah. shit i mean uh it's uh what is it like a war no i don't know yes i mean maybe <laughs> who knows it's got a
1: horse screaming <laughs> yeah. but this is yeah. a painting from 1716 called still life with flowers in a marvelous lab if you had one from like the mid to late 90s with uh damien Hurst and Herman and that crew it could have just easily be called the same thing and then there'd just be a man with his gaping anus open and you'd be going, <laughs> oh, I really like the colours. And, and,
0: and yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: well, you can still say some things that might count. You might be like, oh, yeah, th- I like that part <laughs> that looks like it's blooming. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it just be like... I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> love the colours. <laughs> yeah, uh, what a bold yeah. red.
0: <laughs> you you
1: almost can smell it, can't you? <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, um, just uh, like obviously the, the, the article um, uh, Painted in signed the date in 1716 Painted at the end of Royce's time as court painter A court painter do you want while an actor of Palatine Palat- Palat- who died that year uh, I don't know what that is our Palatine did you say <laughs> he's, the, he's the one at the end of then. Star
2: Wars event, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. this is a painting <laughs> hung up on the Death Star which is a uh, uh it's a shame what happened to it, especially the second version. That's
2: that's the thing about dictators. They start painting and then after yeah. a while they get really worked up and then they start, yeah. you know, start an empire. And- now,
1: <laughs> George Bush did it, George uh W. Bush did it the other way around, didn't he? Yeah,
0: he is actually. He yeah. Started the wars, now he's a painter. Yeah. He's, he's painting out his uh,
1: yeah, guilt, isn't he? But does he feel guilt? If he feels guilt he's coming out of his paintings of um, hmm
0: minor U.S. celebrities that he's doing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you're just about the painting. Oh, that shit! Nice. Yeah, I've wasted my time. But um, this actually, I'm quite liking this because it is. I have not thought about it, but it's it's a Wikipedia article which goes into some severe specifics about a work of art. So the artist so it's not too long. It's quite sort of like but they are really quite. Uh, assessing all the individual qualities like uh, the work shows various insects as well as flowers i have to say blooms. i've looked at uh wikipedia about
1: art and this before and i've never seen a section where it's just described the the contents of the of the the painting no? like okay. this one's this yeah. article has got a section that says the work shows various insects as well as flowers and then it lists the flowers
0: that are on that have been painted in the painting And the insects. And the insects. Green butterfly, bee beetle, wasp, damselfly, burying beetle and Poppies it's and roses. I, yeah, yeah. Wow.
2: I think my favorite part is where it actually gives the specific dimensions of the painting so that I can check how it would look hung over my television. <laughs> like in that specific, in that blank bit of wall, I've been meaning to put something on I'm Like, yeah, if I've got 48.5 centimeters by 39.5 centimeters, I, I think I've just found my uh, bit of art. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the one thing holding you back the lack of space. Yeah. The smelly, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <500-year-old painting>. Wander into <laughs> the, <laughs> the
1: Reich Museum and go, I like this, I'll take it.
0: You have to think of the museum as a shop. <laughs> it's like, uh that one, please. But <laughs> well, you've got galleries and you can buy what you see. Yeah, yeah so totally. museums be, you can't.
2: <laughs> it'd be quite nice asking the curators, like, I'm here to see a specific painting, and they're like, oh, which one? Can you describe it? Yes, it's 48.5 centimetres <laughs> <laughs> by 39.
1: <laughs> My I friend says that. it smells like a gate <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm hard. Right this way. <laughs> Ah, of Of course, course. you mean still life with flowers and a marblesome.
0: Everyone's favourite, 48.5 by 39.5 centimetres.
1: I don't know much about Arthur, but I know what I like. And what I like is 48.5 centimetres by 39.5 centimetres.
0: I saw it uh, it in the 48.5 by 39.5 centimetre (laughs) magazine. It was was a feature. (laughs) Which, ironically, is not that size.
1: (laughs) Have either of you ever been to the Reich Museum?
0: I have not. Where's I heard of it? Oh, it's good. I have not.
1: Oh, have you been? Uh No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm aware it's good. And I was aware it's good before we opted not to go to the Reich Museum and instead <laughs> went to an exhibition of Banksy paintings. <laughs> oh, God. Which was essentially yeah. walking through um, like a poster shop in HMV or something like that. Uh, right, a waste yeah, of time where we could have gone there instead.
2: Is, he, is it it's Amsterdam this one, isn't it? Yeah. The museum. yeah it is. Apparently they've asked us to stay away. They want they want British tourists to stop coming over and getting absolutely blotto because In the museum. Well, <laughs> well, no, I mean generally Amsterdam is oh. also locally probably there as well. <laughs> they're like coming over here, getting smashed and slagging off our paintings. <laughs> Don't want it.
1: What are these three paintings at the bottom of the article, Dean? Uh, oh,
2: it's uh,
0: other paintings of the same series.
1: The same series. Still Life oh. with Fruit and Lizard. No, that one now sounds good to me. Yeah, fruit and lizard. Where's the lizard? Oh, where's the lizard? Can't spot yeah. the lizard. Oh, there, oh he there it is. Yeah, he's licking the butterfly.
2: Oh, See the butterfly.
1: Hint. Is he kissing it or is he screaming at it? The <laughs> lizard now. Well, he, looks, he looks He looks. miffed at this. Is a snail too. Still, I didn't get mentioned. Oh, a snail doesn't okay. get. you're going to give you a look snail nowadays. I
0: know. It's all about the reptiles, isn't it?
2: Oh, do you know what? There's a lot of bugs. Look at that. There's hmm. a big bug there. That He's just above the pomegranate. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, big yeah. bug. Yeah. There's a bird's nest here with six eggs in it. Oh, they everywhere. You think that would be worth a mention, shouldn't Yeah. Why is the lizard
1: get top billing on this? <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. Like um, when Morgan Freeman's in a film, isn't it? He? He's in it <laughs> yeah. like, less than three minutes, and he's, like, top billed.
0: <laughs> that, that, that lizard was voiced by uh, Morgan Freeman.
1: Yes, he used to be voiced by a Welsh woman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> without well, more Freeman doing a Scottish accent Yeah, <laughs> for some reason.
1: There's a, a strong yeah. like feel of um, uh, decay, death and decay in these. So, or yeah. It's like semi-death. Sort of. They're still sort of in bloom but they look to be wilted a lot of these flowers. Darkness pervades as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like when nature like uh, the natural world crops into um, you know, like uh, stylized and artifice. No, this, this is a bouquet which has been put together by human hand but um, given enough time the natural world will reclaim it. I
2: suppose. Mm. Also, there's not that many florists about in 1700s Amsterdam. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like,
2: yeah. You, you, it's not like they come with that little sachet that you get in waiters <laughs> that makes them last yeah. longer, yeah. But yeah. like the little sachet of food and blah. You know, they've they've just got to paint as fast as they can. So maybe
0: mm. impressive paintings, but uh, it's it's an odd theme. No intent for this one, I
1: can see. It's an odd theme, is it? To draw paintings of flowers. It's an odd
0: theme. So. Specifically with uh, random. Uh, Lava <laughs> fauna. a Death Dean. Oh, okay. Right. I Didn't do A level. Sorry. <laughs> well, maybe you should go back to school and do an A level. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I
1: will.
2: <laughs> you should get a lizard, Dean. Get a lizard. <laughs> Dean.
1: I mean,
2: you should get yeah. a lizard. I think you know you've got your pets. I don't. I just think a lizard would fit right in.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe guess, then you'll um, appreciate art. You philistine. <laughs> I get it. I've got to go to the pet shop. I need a lizard. What lizard? Any lizard? Why? Art. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. We don't have any lizards today.
1: <laughs> have you heard of Still Life with Flowers on a Marble Slab? Get your hands off me. <laughs> uh what are we going to give this? Uh you go first, uh Dean, please. You go first.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: oh, and remember, article. we're reviewing the article, not the topic.
2: Oh well.
0: Yeah. The uh, Selfish yeah okay. to score. Um I can give it a chance to give it a four, because I do like the uh, for me, novel juxtaposition of sort of like very specific uh, reductionist approach to describing a painting with a Wikipedia article. And it does you know, include a lot of um, what I think will be all the relevant information. I've learned that the Rijksmuseum Museum is a thing. I've learned about these uh, Emperor Palpatine was active in the uh, 18th century Amsterdam. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a four. I quite like it. Good stuff.
2: Sarah? Uh, I'll give it a two because there were no twists and I, I was like you know I wanted a surprise ending but no it was it was, every, it was what it said on the tin it oh, was nice. still life with flowers on a marble slab nothing else nothing else <laughs> a lot of
0: bugs a lot of bugs you mentioned the bugs in the title that's oh, probably, yeah, that's it's, probably it's, it's, M. Night Shyamalan stuff that isn't it bugs in it when you don't you don't, you don't mention there's bugs
2: I don't think you want that you don't want surprise bugs though do you know no, what I mean
0: no
2: not, not here not in the article not in a painting not in a travel lodge I'm going to give it.
1: Uh, I'm going to give it four. I, I liked that section there where it listed the flowers that are in the painting um, and the insects. I liked it that it took us on the journey of seeing the little lizard. Yep, and it's made for excellent conversation. Mm. Mm. Right, I think that's enough for this week.